0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102.
1: Steve, oddly, is still missing from action. Well, ah, We know where he is. Yeah, vacation. He's having, fine. Having a great time. Probably not waking up till noon. Although he's got those young daughters. Still doesn't mean he wakes up until afternoon. <laughs> I wouldn't. Well, today
0: is 420, too. Yeah, this is, uh, this is a uh, national holiday. Yeah. Um, we have no specific plans to get high during the show. Yeah. I didn't bring any of my stuff with me. So, Max, I'm high on life as always.
1: Jeez. Man, what a show today. So much stuff. But there are a bunch of specials on 420, by the way. We could tell you all about that. You can get all sorts of like deals and free food and stuff like that. I like the free food part of it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
0: Uh, There's that and more. It's 535 for back Stephen Day. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551. And Pink
1: Floyd with back Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. Hey, good news weather-wise here. Even though they got pounded in upstate New York and central New York with like a foot of snow, now we're going to be pretty good here for the rest of the week. Sunshine and highs in the 60s. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house.
2: Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash.
1: Pinch hitting for Steve today. Again, me. It's the Dave part of the Back Steve and Dave show. And we start off with Bob Odenkirk. Okay. The guy from Better Call Saul. And movies. Breaking Bad too. Breaking Bad. Yesterday, getting his star. On the Hollywood Walk of Fame, here's Bob Odenkirk.
0: When I first got here in 1987 and I walked around the Walk of Fame, I pretended to have great and powerful disdain for all things Hollywood. I walked the streets with my nose high in the air, scoffing at every symbol of Hollywood and fame and famous people and celebrities and everything about it that was so big and distant and intimidating. And I still do that. I still pretend to disdain it all. It's healthy. It's better that way. But inside, I don't disdain Hollywood. I love it. I love making fun of it, and I love being part of it. And this makes me feel really, really a part of it. Cast in cement for all time. There you go. Mm -hmm. Nothing better, right? That's good good to have some uh, disdain for the uh, industry you work in.
1: I guess, right? I mean, I got some. You you must have some after all that time. A little bit depends on, uh, you know, my memories of specific people I work with. Oh, yes. Yes. Not for you so much, probably. Oh, I'm a joy. What are you talking about? No, I'm talking about specific people you've worked with. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Speaking of Hollywood, Bradley Cooper is looking for some Western Massachusetts actors to appear in his upcoming Netflix film, Maestro, which is a biopic about the late Leonard Bernstein. Is it Bernstein or Bernstein? I've heard it both uh, pronounced both ways. Filming next month. Actually, I get tripped up on the name Leonard. (laughs) Uh, Just call him Len. Filming next month scenes to be shot on the Tanglewood grounds in Lenox May 21st through the 26th. That'll happen before the start of the actual concert season. Scenes will be set in the 1940s and the 1980s. So, if you're going to portray a 1940s dude, you got to be comfortable getting a period haircut and have natural colored hair. No buzz cuts, no crew cuts, no shaved heads. Well, if I'm not mistaken, Leonard Bernstein had a uh, you know, very thick and luxurious head of hair. Yeah, but these are for the extras, though. Oh, oh, yes. I see. Bradley Cooper will be starring and directing. Should I get the haircut now in anticipation of, uh, of my hire? Yeah, because they're looking now, and according to projectcasting.com, you can go on that website and upload a pic and give them your bio, and maybe you'll get chosen. Who knows? Is is
0: there any one of us that wouldn't want to be in a Bradley Cooper film? Uh,
1: Right? He seems like a good guy. Well, Well, as an extra,
0: you're never going to get too close to him.
2: Well, it depends. You you don't
0: get too
1: close to the stars as an extra. I, I don't know. I could see that as being a movie script in and of itself, where... You befriend a guy like that, yeah. he takes you under his wing, who knows what could happen.
0: I went to college with a girl yeah. who uh, was an extra when she was in high school mm-hmm. in risky business. Wow. And was not allowed to talk to Tom Cruise. Wow, well, I can see wasn't, that. And he wasn't a big star back then. This yeah. is like right before Tom Cruise was actually Tom
1: Cruise. How about Rebecca D. Mornay? Couldn't get close. Really? Not allowed damn, as an extra. Damn stars. They're not all like that. I don't think Bradley Cooper's like that. I
0: he, I don't know. No way to know. I once thought that Will Smith was
1: a peace-loving man. Yeah, I know. As for the women who might become extras, you must have natural colored hair and preferably above shoulder length for the 1940s look. Right. Now, Now, again, they're also shooting people to depict the 1980s. And for those scenes, they're looking for men with longer, shaggier hair and women with natural colored hair of all lengths. So,
0: but it must be natural color. Can't be blue or
1: green or yeah. nothing like that, huh? Yeah. I think Leah on our sister station Laser 985 might be out because of that. I don't know. But get your uh get your bios together and head on over to projectcasting.com. I've, I've, I've already got
0: my uh, my 8x10 glossies and my acting resume set to go. All right. Ben Affleck
1: set to direct the Nike drama that's coming out for Amazon. According to deadline, Affleck and his good buddy Matt Damon will be together again in this Nike drama. Damon will play former Nike executive Sonny Vaccaro, who had quite a tie to sports figures, if you remember. Mm -hmm. And also Affleck will play Nike co-founder Phil Knight. Does anyone really care about this? I mean, it seems like... It's actually probably a pretty interesting story. Kind of a niche. I guess Michael Jordan would be depicted in this as well, since he had a big deal with Nike in the 80s. It's
0: it's more than that. I mean, you know, Nike was just a small little shoe company. Right. Next thing you know, it's the most important brand in sports. Yeah. Well... that's probably a pretty interesting story. All right. So, we'll be looking
1: forward to that with Amazon.
0: Honestly, have you ever seen Ben Affleck in something you said, oh my God, this is awful?
1: I mean, more than twice... Okay, I'll give you that twice. I loved Argo. One of my favorite movies of all time. Well, see, there you go. Yeah. And mm, Matt Damon... Have
0: no, you have no reason to
1: doubt the sincerity and genius of Ben Affleck. Well, and the teamwork with he and Matt Damon together. Right. George Harrison's widow, Olivia, going to publish her first book of poetry coming up June 3rd. It's called Came the Lightning, 20 Poems for George. Wouldn't it just be better to just write a book about George... Than to set it to poetry? Yeah, I I wouldn't expect heavy revenue. I mean, I would
0: I would read a biography. Are you gonna read poetry? What do I What do I look like? A poetry guy? I know. I am not a poetry guy. I stopped after that guy from Nantucket.
1: (laughs) That is a big one. He was good at his craft. Hey, if you're a big fan of late U.S. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She died in 2020 at the age of 87. You can bid on unique works of art from her personal collection, like ceramics and drawings made by Pablo Picasso, bronze sculptures and screen prints, the sale being administered by the Potomac Company in the Washington, D.C. area. They'll also be auctioning off personal items from Ginsburg's home, things like mink coats and the such. So get to it. will not be damned. That's your Hollywood trash on Rock Queen 6 a.m. 7 a.m. It is 6.01 on Rock 102. The weather for today, highs in the 60s, lots of sunshine, pretty much that way for the rest of the week. So we're in the slot. We're in the zone when it comes to weather. It's going to be breezy, though, so we got that to deal with. The weather brought to you by Noonan Energy, serving Western Massachusetts for over 125 years. Noonanenergy.com is the place to go. Here's your 102-second sports... Basketball Game 2 of the Celtics-Nets series tonight at 7. You can hear it on our sister station, Laser 98.5. Elsewhere, an NBA playoff action last night wins for New Orleans and Memphis to even the Pelican Suns series and the Grizzlies-T-Wolves series. Both of them now 1-1. While the Miami Heat last night beat the Atlanta Hawks 115-105, Miami is up 2-zip in that series. Hockey Bruins over the Blues 3-2 to two in overtime. Wait, did I get that right or not? I got to check. Would you um, check that for me, please, while I move on to other sports? I might have flipped those scores. Rochester beat Springfield 3-2 to last night in a shootout. I think that's right. The Bruins did beat the Blues 3-2 in overtime, and the – Thunderbirds lost 3-2 in a shootout to Rochester. Uh, yes, 3-2, to two, Boston wins. Thank you. The uh, Springfield Thunderbirds, by the way, Friday in Bridgeport against the Islanders. Then they conclude their home slate for the regular season, Saturday against Wilkes-Barre-Scranton and Sunday against the Providence Bruins. So, still time to get out and support the team before they head into the playoffs and begin their run for the Calder Cup. Baseball, Red Sox over Toronto 2-1. to one. Sox will host the Jays tonight. And in golf, no more PGA pros, at least not this year, in the match. You know, the one that guys like Bryson DeChambeau have taken part in? Right. It's all quarterbacks this year. All current NFL quarterbacks in the match. The foursome of Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. It'll be the older guys, Brady and Rodgers, against the young bucks, Mahomes and Allen. It'll be a 12-hole exhibition going to take place June 1st at the Wynn in Las Vegas, the only golf course on the Vegas Strip. Their handicaps, by the way, Rodgers from the Packers is a 4.6. Tommy is an 8.1. Josh Allen of the Bills, a 9 handicap, while Mahomes is a 7.7. 7. 7. That's it for your 102-second sports. Coming up next, Bax has even more golf news related to John Daly and his young son. Stay tuned. The View from the Couch next on Rock 102 top dollar. Great benefits. You'll get both when you join Lambert's Lawn Care and Tree Service. They need foremen, laborers, climbers, bucket operators, landscape construction, and more. There are aggressive pay
0: scales for workers and lots of overtime, as well as
1: paid vacations and profit shares. These are year-round positions with 401k offered as well. If you've got a valid driver's license, apply on Indeed on Facebook at Lambert's Lawn Care and Tree Service, lambertlawncare.com, or call to set up an interview at 860-502-5208.
0: Hi, I'm Mike Moriarty of Family Ford of Enfield. Used trucks and SUVs are bringing a premium price in the marketplace and we are throwing the guidebooks out the window to purchase your vehicle today. We need your vehicle now and we'll pay you top dollar towards the purchase of any new or pre-owned vehicle or just buy it from you. I have been saying this for years, no one will pay you more for your trading than I will, period, and now I'll pay you even more. So bring your vehicle to Family Ford today. Route 190 in Enfield. This is Dave Miner from Dave Miner Exterior Improvements. Are you tired of feeling the effects of labor shortages and seeing the cost of materials go through the roof? If so, I have good news for you. Once again, I have secured roofing materials at special pricing and have a full qualified labor force to install your new roof. When you call us, you don't have to worry about high prices or your job taking forever to complete. Give me a call at 533-0481 or check us out at DaveMinerRoofing.com.
2: Calling all skilled roof trust builders.
0: Direct Hire Global, in partnership with the Toll Brothers, are looking for you. Join them at their job
2: fair Thursday, April 28th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. in Westfield at 100 Apramont Way. For more info, visit directhireglobal.com. Coming this April, uncover all the excitement and mystery of Agatha Christie's newest series, Why didn't they ask Evans? Exclusively on BritBox. How exciting. Catch up on the mystery at BritBox.com slash radio. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey,
0: good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, as you know, there's nothing quite like the bond that is shared between a father and son. Ward, Cleaver, and the Beaver, Sheriff Andy Taylor and his boy Opie, Eddie and his father was in a constant state of courtship, and then there were kind of role models that all fathers aspired to with their youngsters. And so whenever you hear about a father and son sharing their name and likeness for the purpose of brand awareness and the marketing of products, it should fill us all with a heartwarming sense of happiness. This is exactly why pro golfer John Daly and his son John Daly II have signed a name, image, and likeness agreement together as father and son with a company that exemplifies traditional family values. That's right, John Daly and his son have entered into a binding legal agreement with Hooters. According to the company, quote, Hooters is thrilled to make our longstanding relationship with John official and to enter an exciting new venture with Little John as our first NIL ambassador. Well, why wouldn't they be happy about it? John Daly represents the every man and all of us. What company wouldn't want to be tied into an agreement with a health-conscious golf legend who's addicted to cheap beer, cigarettes, and a high-protein diet of wings and something to dip them in? Not only that, they're also getting a son as well, who's a freshman golfer at the University of Arkansas. Now, while NCAA rules prevent little John Daly from things like wearing endorsed company logos during golf tournaments in college, there are no rules for the old man. And I think he's certainly proven that over the last 30 years. Now, I'm sure there will be some people who might say that this is a terrible idea, allowing a slightly dysfunctional father and son to endorse a brand which may or may not promote the sexual objectification of women in tight orange shorts and t-shirts. But I would respond to those criticisms by saying, why don't you shut your mouth? To me, I think it's nice whenever you have a father and son Bonding over the Hooters menu Stuffing their faces And enjoying their time together Doesn't that seem a little more relevant Than who's wearing what and where I would certainly hope so But hey And of my yapping sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware Take care of your lawn Get Scott's four-step Step one, go to Rockies You not only get the best four-step deal 80 bucks out the door with your Ace Awards card There's no rebate nonsense You get your lawn care expertise The way it's supposed to be Good people, rock solid service, and Scott's four-step at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch.
2: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Classic. Rock.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 613 and
1: ACDC on Rock 102. Well, we're going to have highs in the 60s today with lots of sunshine. Again, highs in the 60s. Legal pot sales
2: can hit an all-time high. I had a pot gummy bear the other day. There's a difference between smoking it and eating it. When you eat it, it lets you talk to dolphins. (laughs)
3: I can see the air.
1: Oh yeah, it's four twenty today. That's April twentieth, as in mm. time I guess, to enjoy
2: this, yeah. this type um, of
1: music.
0: Well it's uh, it's Pink Floyd Umma Guma's. Uh careful with that axe eugene. Sure many of you reefer zombies know exactly
1: what this one's all about, huh? You know what I'm talking about? Well, and did people celebrate at four twenty this morning? As well as 4:20 this afternoon, of course they did. Okay, yeah. Listen, you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to falter opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't. And are are there those hardcore 4:20ists who celebrate both 4:20 a.m. and 4:20 p.m. on the same day? It depends on how early you start, like or or how late you're
0: going. Because there are some people that have been going since yesterday afternoon. And when you pass out. Yes, there's there's all of that. Now, uh, as you know, uh, Massachusetts being a legal marijuana state, mm-hmm. both uh, medical and recreational. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, there are some people that are going to take this to the extremes today. And they're going to be walking around looking for snacks, looking for things to eat. A lot of people walking around, say, downtown Springfield with bags of Funyuns or... Cool Ranch Doritos, or you know, whatever it takes. After polishing off an entire bag of Umaguma gummies, I once knew a guy who was high off the Jesus, yeah, and got the munchies really bad, mm-hmm. real, real bad, yeah. And then he decided to uh, that what would really chase those munchies away was would be a whole pound of bacon, <laughs> but uh, he couldn't find a pan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we had a uh, like a flat top uh, uh, stove, mm-hmm. so what he did was. <laughs> one of the package of bacon and just put uh, the bacon slices right there in the flat top stove. How'd that work out? Fine after the grease fire, yeah. but uh, <laughs> I mean, it was still, del- it wasn't even, <sighs> it wasn't fully cooked. I mean, he uh, he took it all off the uh, off the stove once the fire started to,
1: to really go out of control. But, you know, the chewy raw bacon we had wasn't so bad. Hey, I polished off an entire bag of caramel corn last night, and I wasn't even high. Really? (laughs) Yeah. You just did it for the hell of it? Yeah. No kidding. Tasted great,
0: too. I can't imagine you on a sugar buzz. (laughs) Well, I just basically fell asleep after eating that. So you're the kind of guy (laughs) who could eat a whole bag of caramel corn and that calms you down? Apparently. Because I'd, I'd, have,
1: I'd, have, I'd be up all night with a sugar buzz. I slept like a baby last night. Oh, no kidding. Hey, there are all sorts of great deals for 420, by the way. Okay. Maybe some of them, not around here, Wingstop, Burger, Jack in the Box, all have big deals going on. I think we talked about the Pineapple Express milkshake that Jack in the Box has.
0: Yeah. And
1: Seth Rogen pissed about that because of his association with that movie.
0: See, I don't. Uh, none of those are close by. No. Even if I were, uh, you know... Lit up. I'm not sure I get in my car and go all the way out there to the nearest locations.
1: But it could be hours from here. But Jimmy Johns is running a promo called How High Are You? And the discount depends on your elevation. So we have to check the elevations of, you know, Western Massachusetts towns here to see. Well,
0: I mean, you know, a good deal of it is right in a valley. So you're not going to get very not going to get a big discount here. No, but in the Berkshires, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, or closer to southern Vermont. Sure. Maybe. But
1: there's, if I'm not mistaken, there's no Jimmy John's near, uh, say, Mount Tom. i don't have to check the uh, locations of Jimmy John's. Maybe go on the website while I'm finishing this story and find out where the closest Jimmy John's are to us. And their promotion called Get High with Jimmy John's includes a special website that they've created called GetHighWithJimmyJohns.com. So it'll tell you whether you're eh, not so high where you are located or you're kind of high where uh-huh. you're located or you're the highest where you're located. And based on your elevation in the town you live in, or you're visiting, you can get up to twenty percent off. See what they did there: twenty on four twenty. Interesting. They're also handing out free sandwiches in Jimmy John's in Leadville, Colorado, because it's the highest city in America at over ten thousand feet of elevation.
0: Hmm. Uh, the nearest one I can see, and uh, the website is not terribly clear, mm-hmm. is Worcester. Okay. Uh, uh, excuse me. Worcester, Waltham, Northboro, mm-hmm. and Boston. All right. So not terribly close, but not terribly far if you're high.
1: All right. Well, there you go. So the, if you're you know willing to take part in gethighwithjimmyjohns.com, you can get some great deals today on 420. And, by the way, we'll post a link to all of the 420 deals you can get no matter where you are, and you can tell your friends and family as well. That's good because I think a,
0: a family that uh, smokes uh, like bong hits together, well, stays together.
1: Sure, but you, you don't even have to be high to enjoy these deals, is what I'm saying. I mean, it's on 420, and some of the prices are four dollars and twenty cents for some of these food items. But you don't have to prove that you're high on marijuana to get the deals. No, but it helps. Yes, I mean, uh, you know, once you've had like one
0: sandwich, mm-hmm. maybe two, mm-hmm. you probably don't need more deals. Right. So you got to pick and choose. I you got to be smart about y- yeah, this. Yeah, I guess.
1: I guess you're right. It's a good point.
0: I mean, there have been times when Let's say I have been uh, day drinking, and Mm -hmm. this goes back a long time, Mm -hmm. but let's just say that I was day drinking and uh, got hungry. Mm -hmm. There have been times when I fed myself, finished, walked out the door, Mm -hmm. forgot I was
1: full, and then went back to another place to eat more food. Sure. I've done that. So one of the reasons I don't smoke marijuana anymore or even eat the gummies is because I have a problem with food, kind of like you've said- I can't stop sometimes. Like, well, last Wait, night, I last ate night's a whole ex- bag of caramel corn. Exactly right. There's yeah. an example of you. Now I wasn't even high, so that's why I don't get high anymore. Right. That ended back in freshman year in college. Do you have any uh, feeling in your feet, Mister Diabito? Or what are you doing? <laughs> I, I feel fine right now. Any neuropathy you want to discuss? Uh, I have a doctor's visit scheduled for today, so maybe oh. I'll have him check. Wait a <laughs> minute! You
0: you killed off
1: a whole bag of yes. caramel corn oh, yeah. the night before you go see a doctor? Oh yeah. Yeah, I have a I have You're gonna need like a Lipitor the size of a hubcap. I have an iron I have an ironclad system. That's I, what that's what you think. I'm relying on that today to get me through.
0: It's six twenty one. Rock one oh two Springfield's classic rock. It's six twenty seven and Led Zeppelin, on a rock one oh two.
1: Hey, weather today good. In fact, weather pretty much good for the rest of the week. High's in the sixties with lots of sunshine right through the weekend. So golf weather is here, right? Uh yeah. It looks like uh I mean <laughs> Yesterday with all the rain,
0: it yeah. wouldn't have been a good day to go out, but today will
1: be all right. Yeah, and uh, you know, good for the 420 enthusiasts, which we covered just a few minutes ago. Uh, let's see here.
0: You know, um, I mentioned before that uh, the podcast mm-hmm. going well. Yeah. You can uh, download it any time. If you miss a show, listen to it on your smart speaker, your phone, your tablet, your laptop, uh, your desktop, what have you. Mm-hmm. Backseat's musical podcast this week, my guest is uh, Prescott Niles from The Knack. Which, uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, My Sharona, at the time, was like the, uh, for Capitol Records. Yeah. Their fastest single to hit gold since the Beatles in 1964. Wow. Yes. So, uh, it's a pretty interesting interview with uh, Prescott Niles. It's all available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify,
1: or directly on rock102.com. Coming up next in the news, a motorist in Greenfield. Missed it by that much. We'll have details straight ahead on Rock 102. Tired? Hey, Carla and dealer for details.
0: 631. We're back, Steve and Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news. It's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your
1: car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. So continuing on our 420 theme today, Worcester's Major Bloom Cannabis Dispensary, celebrating today by launching new THC cereal bars. To launch them, the dispensary has partnered with Infused Element, which is the Holyoke-based company that produces cannabis infused products. So according to Major Bloom head honcho Ulysses Youngblood what a great name that is. No kidding, that's a badass name. He should have a product named that, by the way. There will be three flavors of the new THC cereal bars at Major Bloom and Worcester. Rice crisps, it's a hard one to say. Fruity crisps and cocoa crisps. A package will contain four squares and retail for fifteen bucks. The cereal bars are gluten free and contain coconut as well as the good stuff, right? For you, marijuana. Well, I'm so glad it's uh,
0: gluten free. Yeah. I mean, I would hate to be like so high, right, that I couldn't uh, I couldn't get to a facility right away to relieve myself because of all that extra gluten well say for example i had a good round of celiac disease
1: mm-hmm. yeah and what's going to happen when you eat some of these things and then get high are you going to mistake them for actual munchies and then eat more of them that's one of the big problems i could see yeah
0: well i mean you you, you keep you keep those kind of things away from everybody else yeah
1: you know but if you're high you may forget to keep things away and to organize well, you, things. That's what I'm saying. Well, you store them when you're not high. ok. that's that's what you do, ok? you
0: don't you don't go uh you don't go get high and then go to a dispensary uh, and, and buy your products what you do is you do it you you want them to have your wits about you so you're making good quality
1: decisions well you're you're assuming that the people who enjoy these products are planning ahead or are good at planning ahead
0: i'm really making no assumptions i'm just uh, i'm just telling you that for your for the benefit of good commerce and mm-hmm. and g- good consumerism a good consumer protect consider me like the Ralph Nader of weed okay i'm going to i'm going to give you all the
1: best uh, all the best ideas all right well if you're gonna eat one of these THC cereal bars you can expect that it'll take roughly 60 to 90 minutes for the full effects of the THC to kick in so just factor that into the equation right if It is important that, however to mm-hmm. remember and I think uh, many of you
0: know this that if it comes in uh, four squares hmm you don't want to eat all four squares right eat uh, just one of the squares mm-hmm. or half the square right? Because eating
1: the whole thing uh, could be a problem. Even eating half would be a problem for me. Speaking about being under the influence, a driver in Greenfield has been charged with being under the influence of alcohol after crashing through a road closure and landing her car on the exposed beams of an unfinished bridge. Uh, At what point did she not see the sign, Bridge Closed? (laughs) Obviously, she didn't see nothing because she was under the influence of alcohol. So this is the General Pierce Bridge, and police responding to the crash about 7.30 in the morning, finding the car balanced precariously on a grid of exposed I-beams. The pictures are fantastic.
0: (laughs) I saw the pictures. They're (laughs) hilarious. But she was
1: drunk at 7.30 in the morning? Apparently. That's a long night of drinking. If you look at the pics, by the way... The front and back tires are hovering in the air, and the car (laughs) is only suspended from falling down because of the undercarriage resting on one of those I-beams. The Greenfield Police Department said the driver crashed through a road blockage and began traveling across the bridge from Montague toward Greenfield. Now, if you look at the picture, there's quite a distance, as you were talking about, between where the signs begin... And where she wound up. (laughs) Yes! Like, she... (laughs) And you know there's I mean there's guardrails all along the
0: side of her. Yeah. You know, the funny part about this is is this this is like so stupid mm-hmm. that Boston television stations are covering this. They would never normally cover a story out of Greenfield. Unless it were absolutely necessary.
1: Unless you've done something terribly stupid. And this one kind of takes the cake. Well, this one's going to go national, I think, Bax. It's not only going to go to Boston. I think it's going to go national.
0: I think at that point, when you have a story that goes viral mm-hmm. that points out your stupidity yeah at seven thirty in the morning sure this may be the point in which you say hey you know what would be very helpful to me right now a 12-step program yes i need triple a
1: and i need AA. Uh, you're right well. i need all the a's i, I, I need i'm gonna need five <laughs> a's <laughs> when the car arrived at a section of the bridge without decking it slid onto the exposed beams and was brought to a halt with its undercarriage sitting on the metal beams. Again, you could go check out the pictures. Maybe we'll post a link to that on the Rock 102 Facebook page.
0: Actually, I'm looking at a picture now. Mm-hmm. Here's here's the amazing part. So she goes on the bridge, right? right. She gets practically to the end yes. of the bridge. right? I'm looking at a, like a, a, a back view of the car and a front view of the car. <laughs> and the back view of the car has her probably 20 feet away from the end of the bridge. Like if... if if there had been like 20 feet yes of uh, of completed bridge yep. she would have gotten away with this yep but she didn't she probably had 20 30 feet
1: left to go yep that's the second straight story we've done back to back days you had the the woman running over all the headstones oh uh, yeah right <laughs> in the cemetery and now the woman almost running to the end of her life on the bridge in greenfield good going <laughs> uh we've got another car story here audi is adding a lounge on wheels to its portfolio of electric concept vehicles what could possibly go wrong these are designed to portray the german automaker's vision for the future of transportation it's the new urban sphere concept designed for travelers in highly dense traffic areas such as china and it's essentially a third living space but it's mobile it's a car that is a lounge really yeah it's your mobile office as well And since these cars drive themselves, people are just going to essentially be enjoying the space for work or play or leisure. Like Audi's previous Sphere concepts, the vehicle is designed to be capable of driving itself in almost all situations while you just relax. There's no way I can do this, by the way. No way I could be in a vehicle like this. Well,
0: I mean, I don't, uh, you know, I'm not the kind of guy that gets a lot of thrill out of driving a car. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to me, because to me, it's just purely a form of uh, of uh, transportation. Mm-hmm. That's that's just me. Sure. So if I had a chance to to get in the car, set my destination and just kind of, you
1: know, take a nap and mm-hmm. uh, relax, yep. read, read a good book. Yep. I'd be okay with that. I'm. There's no way I'm trusting it back. I can't possibly give up. I'm not a control freak, but I can't do that. I can't give up control of the automobile.
0: Oh, I could give up. I could give that up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, I, I, I. The problem is, is that you know, you're 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 dealing with a machine that's supposed to anticipate every possible thing that goes on on the road. Mm-hmm. If you're the only your driverless car, you better hope that every other driver doesn't ignore the fact that you're
1: not driving and hit you. I can't do it. I think the woman in Greenfield probably could have a better experience than driving her own car. She could have used something like that. Yes. we got some other travel news for you. The MBTA has dropped the mask mandate after a Florida judge reversed the federal rule. Masks no longer required on Amtrak or at Bradley International or at Worcester Regional or at Boston Logan airports either. So that's a relief. You don't have to wear the masks anymore. If you're in a contained uh,
0: you know, vessel,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a plane, yeah, you know, a train car, that's where I'd want to wear the mask the most.
1: Yeah. I, you I, know what I mean? Because yeah, I mean, yeah. there's nowhere to go. Right. Whether you're, there was a rule in place or not. I'd probably still want to wear the mask, even mm-hmm. if there's a, there's no restriction on doing so. Yeah. I, I, I could see that point. And as long as we're covering air travel, a pilot flying into Logan Sunday hit by one of those blue laser beams right in his eyes as he descended. He was able to land the plane safely on the airport runway. Authorities telling reporters the incident occurred around 11 o'clock on Sunday night. Who are these people? (laughs) They think they're just doing a prank until one of these planes crashes. Laser beams pointed at airplane pilots aren't uncommon, according to the FAA there have been over 40,000 reported laser incidents over the past 6 years. I didn't realize they could that the the light travels that fa- that far. Right? Reported laser flashing incidents hitting an all-time high in 2021. I guess people bored during the pandemic, hey, what can I do to have some fun? Oh, I'll go point a laser beam at a pilot's eyes as he's trying to land a plane. What, what happened in the good old days when you take like a like a
0: magnifying glass and you know burn ants on the sidewalk? <laughs> right.
1: Wasn't that supposed to be an indication of uh, a serial killer or some sort of other psychological issues that could be really dangerous? Maybe. Did you do that as a kid? Perhaps. <laughs> the FAA said there were nine thousand seven hundred and twenty-three laser blinding incidents reported from pilots in the U.S. This was a forty-one percent increase from the previous year by the way perpetrators you could face civil penalties up to 11 grand per violation i'm sure even worse if the plane crashed the faa has imposed civil penalties of up to 30 grand against people for multiple laser incidents damn so if you're thinking about having some fun probably shouldn't do that and they're probably going to catch you in the process (laughs) that's all i'm saying. Western Mass News tracking developments out of the Roderick, Ireland courthouse, downtown Springfield. Hearing from Congressman Richard Neal after employees inside the building said that large-scale remediation efforts finally got underway last week. We've been talking about this for a long time. Right. Right. Photos released Monday this week of bags of trash showing materials being removed from the courthouse finally. Now, I don't know if that's going to solve everything or not. No, it's not. It's it's not. There's there's more to. Listen,
0: mold has been removed and 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 covered up over the years, and it hasn't solved the issue. This there's, there's something that's causing all that mold. I mean, are they addressing that, or are they just removing the mold that's there? Yeah, just kind of like
1: putting lipstick on the pig, so to speak. Well, that's one way to put it. Right. Well, doesn't seem like it's going to help. Coming up. In the Mass Hat, we've got one from right here in the Bay State to talk about again. From the folks at MIT, no less. Yes, they will be the Mass Hats coming up in just a few minutes on Rock 102.
2: GG Inks.
1: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 649. And Alice Cooper with back Steve and Dave in Rock 102. Yeah, Steve on vacation. He'll return on Monday. Alice Cooper, by the way, already putting together his list of tour stops for this year. Spring, summer. Ran right to the fall. Is uh Springfield a uh, part of it? Not yet. Yeah. When's the last time he was here? I have no idea. It's middle. Yeah.
0: But I mean he's been to like uh you know you know Foxwoods or mm-hmm. Mohegan. He's mm-hmm. he's done that. But yeah. in actual Springfield, mm-hmm. that's uh that's long before me. Hey, uh this Saturday I'm gonna be at the grand opening of Rockies on Liberty Liberty Street in Springfield. They've had a total makeover and they want to celebrate by giving away some really good prizes. Plus, uh, I'll be there with the road crew. We'll have our own prizes, too. It's this Saturday from 10 to noon at the Rockies Ace Hardware location, 1381 Liberty Street in Springfield with me and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic
1: Rock. How good are you with tools, by the way? On
0: a uh, scale of 1 to 10. A uh, scale of 1 to 10, I would say probably a 3. Yeah,
1: you and me the same.
0: I mean, I'm, not, uh, I'm not real good with, I mean, I can identify them. Yep. I mean, I know, you know a, a wrench from a screwdriver, mm-hmm. and I know uh, like a like a, like a a belt sander from a yep. table saw, yep. but, uh, you know, I'm not exactly what you would call uh, a,
1: a real handy guy. Yeah, I'm the same way. I only know all of those things because I'm good with words, not because I know the tools. Although, I'll say, I managed the hardware and plumbing department of a store <laughs> when I was back in high school really? in Florida. Really? You yeah. management material? No, but they gave me the job anyway. I talked my way into it. You know, part of the interview process, well, how much do you know? Oh, I, oh, I know all about this kind of stuff. And to your point from before, I was using words like I sounded like I knew what I was doing.
2: Sure.
0: See, so for me, it's not that I couldn't do it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't want to do it. You see, that's, uh, that's, <laughs> right. the, me, that's the thing with me and projects. Because if right. I do it, I know I'm going to have to hire an actual man to fix my mistakes.
1: Mm-hmm. I also talked my way into one of my first jobs by saying that I knew how to drive stick shift cars when I didn't. I was a valet car parker at a hotel in Florida as well. (laughs) (laughs) They asked me back in a time when most people had a standard. Right. Right. I I couldn't drive a standard yet, but I told them I could and- During breaks, I would go out and practice with people's cars who were inside the hotel (laughs) so that if it ever came up, I could park their car properly. Very good. Didn't go very well. That's too bad. I know, right?
2: (laughs) Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat. Going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. Yes, from MIT, right
1: down the road from us, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Where smart people go. Well, some of them, I guess, are smart. Researchers there have been trying to determine if there's a way that you can twist open an Oreo so that each of the cookie parts have an equal spreading of cream, which is that cream that's not really cream, but it's C-R-E with the... Accent over it, M-E, creme. Creme. Whatever. It's called, I, I appar- if it's going to be spelt that way, then it's creme. Yes. Well, apparently that's what's inside an Oreo. And the researchers at MIT have been busy. You know, we've all eaten Oreos before. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, <laughs> have you ever been able to twist one off without having most of the creme stick to one side? I've
0: never had equal parts from one side to another by right? twisting them. Up. But I'm not a twister oh really um, no i'm a dunker i would much prefer to dunk my oreo than uh, than twist it apart well now, you, you would have ha- ruined the whole study at mit then now what i used to do mm-hmm. and i won't lie remember when the double stuffs came out yes what i would do is uh i would take a butter knife and then i would uh you know gently run the butter knife along uh, the top cookie get out remove that wow. and then do it to another one so the double stuff would then be a quadruple stuff wow think about that yeah that's pretty cool put that in your head try to think how delicious that would be
1: well maybe you should get a hold of the folks at mit and suggest that next research program
0: i can't imagine a situation where anyone at mit would engage me in either a <laughs> conversation or take my phone call and yet bex they're studying oreos I, well listen this is all about education This is an educational study.
1: The eggheads at MIT actually called this study Oreology. And they used 3D printed instruments called Oreometers or Oreo meters Uh that could hold the Oreo cookies and then apply precise varying levels of pressure and torque to carefully open up the cookies. Did it work? Nope. After an exhaustive process, the researchers found nothing. Cannot be done. Nope. There's no trick. Amazing. There's no secret to opening an Oreo perfectly evenly, so that there's an equal distribution of creme on both sides of the cookie. That's uh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Do you realize that uh, the average cost of attending. <laughs> I knew you would look this up. I MIT
0: knew. is uh, only about ooh, let's see here, uh, seventy nine thousand dollars a year. Well, so if you got a smart kid, yes, and uh, for whatever reason you didn't get a scholarship,
1: that's almost eighty thousand dollars a year for have your kid twist Oreos for school. I, I'm I'm sure the parents who are forking out that kind of money are very happy to see this study as well. <laughs> and and by the way, checking the average SAT scores, composite. A 1535 is the average. Now, 1600 is perfect. 1535 is the average composite score of an MIT student for the SAT.
0: You know, I took the SAT twice. I don't think uh, both of my scores added up to, to a
1: fifteen hundred. <laughs> Mine didn't either. I was probably the, the, the lowest rated student in the history of Wesleyan University. I've said that before. I think yeah. I had the lowest GPA ever as well. I, I think I, I got like a like a
0: five hundred on the verbal mm-hmm. and a two
1: on the math. That's about what I was as well. All words, no math or science. The only thing I was good at math was geometry for yeah, sure I wasn't reason. good at any of it. After geometry when it hit algebra and then calculus Forget about it. I remember having to take trigonometry
0: because I had gotten like D pluses and all the others. It was like, and I need like one more year of math and I wasn't going to go into calculus. And someone said, oh yeah, you should do uh, trigonometry. It's real simple. And I went into it. I'm going... This isn't even a language I understand. Nope. I know there's English peppered in between all this stuff, mm-hmm. but I don't understand the lick of it. Yeah, the word problems were good because then there was words involved. Yeah, but that didn't help because <laughs> did, it's still trigonometry. You know, yeah. Words and math should never be combined. And did you pass along this great genetic trait to your kids? No, my kids, like, they all understand math. No. I, don't, I
1: couldn't grasp it at all. My son Dash... Same as me. Horrible oh. at math. Horrible at science. Horrendous. Yes. Maybe it'll skip a generation. If they have kids, maybe we'll get some mathematicians. Well, I, I hope it's not a family
0: trait because my parents are good at math. My kids are good at
1: math. I hope it continues. AM. It is 7.01 on Rock 102. Breezy today. Highs near 60. 60's the rest of the week with lots of sunshine. The weather is brought to you by J. Smeagol Roofing. Visit jsmeagolroofing.com for more information. Here's your 102 Second Sports basketball game two of the celtics nets series tonight at seven you can catch it on our sister station laser 98.5 elsewhere in playoff hoops last night the heat went up two zip on the hawks by beating atlanta 115 to 105 two other series wins for new orleans and memphis evened up the Pelicans sun series at 1-1 and also the grizzlies t-wolves series even at 1-1 as well meantime There'll be some other basketball news straight ahead in Bax's view from the couch. Make sure you stay tuned for that. In hockey, the Bruins beat St. Louis last night 3-2 to in overtime in the AHL. The Springfield Thunderbirds lost to Rochester 3-2 in a shootout. The T-Birds playing Friday in Bridgeport against the Islanders. Then they conclude their home slate in the regular season with a 6-0-5 start this Saturday at the Mass Mutual Center against Wilkes-Barre Scranton and then a 2:05 Sunday afternoon game against the Providence Bruins. In baseball, the Red Sox beat Toronto 2 to 1. Sox hosting the Jays again tonight at Fenway. Football, it's on between the XFL and the USFL. The XFL continuing its efforts to counter program the USFL's recent return to the field. The XFL is telling agents that their league would offer higher salaries and better benefits and would be more advantageous for players who want to get subsequent consideration from the NFL. The USFL season is underway, while the XFL doesn't begin until February. Good luck with both of those, by the way. And... The brand new home of Texas basketball for the University of Texas Longhorns men's and women's basketball programs. A big ribbon-cutting ceremony yesterday in Austin, Texas, and here was the big star.
0: One, two, three, are you ready to bless the moon? Are you ready to...
2: And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store.
0: Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, as you know, all a man really has in his life is his reputation. You're either a wonderful guy or you're some sort of jerk. Sometimes a man can be both. I know that some people aren't exactly crazy about me, although I cannot possibly imagine why, because once you get to know me, I'm a sheer delight. Thankfully, I know of no current cinematic productions that are in development which might suggest otherwise. But when you're the legendary basketball Hall of Famer Jerry West, the last thing you need at the age of 83 is for some hot shot producer in Hollywood to suggest that you might be some sort of anger-fueled jackass. Yesterday, a group of attorneys representing Jerry West wrote a terse statement demanding a retraction. For both HBO and producer Adam McKay for their portrayal of Jerry West in their limited series about the LA Lakers called Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty, starring John C. Riley, Jason Clark, and Quincy Isaiah as Magic Johnson. In this letter, Jerry West's attorneys argue that, quote, Winning Time falsely and cruelly portrays Mr. West as an out of control, intoxicated rageaholic that bears no resemblance to the real man. The attorneys are demanding that a formal retraction be submitted within two weeks of receiving this letter, which of course could happen at any moment. Or perhaps it won't, since a retraction would be an admission of an unfair portrayal and assault upon his character. Now to be honest. I didn't have much of a desire to watch this thing on HBO, but knowing that they may have irresponsibly trashed the reputation of Jerry West without any regard to his outstanding legacy of achievement, they might just have won me over. In fact, now I can't wait to watch this series because if there's one thing I love is a good old fashioned fictionalized character assassination. Especially since I don't have anything else to watch right now, and despite a lifetime of hating on the Lakers, I will have nothing but free time in my hands, and I will allow HBO to shape my opinions for many years to come. <laughs> but hey, another my Yappin sports brought to you by Clark and Kent Kensington, the house brand painted Rockies Ace Hardware, paint and primer all in one. Does it actually work? Yes, it does. Works great. Saves a lot of time and money, too. Got a painting project? Get Clark in Kensington, the house brand paint, at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch.
1: Mr. Rock at 714 and Rush with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Getty Lee gave an interview recently saying that uh, he knew and the band knew all about Neil Peart, who passed away from cancer, and they knew all about it long before it was released to the press, but Neil Peart didn't want anybody to know.
0: Neil Peart was a very uh, private guy, mm-hmm. um, and and never really like talked much about himself. I mean, he would tell you talk about you know drumming and stuff like that, but he would not necessarily engage you in a conversation with anything that was personal. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I'm not real surprised by
1: that. And Peart, of course, the lyrical genius behind most of Rush's big hits, including that one right there. So, Bax, I bought a new couch yesterday for my apartment. Is this the your first piece of furniture in that apartment? <laughs> Other than the sex swing hanging from the ceiling, yes. No, no, come on now. I know we portray myself as a, as a lonely guy living in an apartment in Enfield, which is kind of true. Um, but I kind of thought I needed a couch. I have basically every other piece of furniture that you would need. Well, what have you been sitting on? Uh, I have a chair, a nice comfortable. Well, I have more than one. Well, it's
0: like a I mean, when you're when you're sitting around watching television, yes. are you uh, like on a kitchen chair? No. A bean
1: bag? No. A papazan? No, no, none of the above. I I have an actual lounge chair that I put together with my own blood, sweat and tears that I purchased at IKEA.
0: Now, so a lounge chair. So is this like an outdoor deck chair?
1: No, no it's a it's an actual indoor chair meant to, to go in a living room or similar type of room. In my case, everything is the living room. It's the kitchen. It's the bedroom. Gotcha. Be, because I have a studio
0: apartment. Which is a room studying to be an apartment. <laughs> exactly right. Gotcha.
1: So you got a couch. I thought I needed a couch, and it looks great in there, by the way. Really brings the room together, doesn't it? It does, but it was quite an ordeal yesterday. So I bought the couch at HomeSense. You ever been in a HomeSense? i uh, been in a Home Goods. It's similar. Okay. The Home Sense, located in Enfield and affiliated with TJ Maxx, Marshalls, because if you apply. Well, Home, uh, home Goods is, uh, is uh, attached to all of them, too. Well, all owned by the same company, then, because when you get their rewards card, you get points back and discounts on further items that you might purchase at any of those stores. God, are you listening to yourself? What kind of man have you become? <laughs> a man that. I bought a couch with a coupon. Well, I kind of did. Although I will say the rewards program failed somehow, and they got they rejected me. Really? Yeah, they bought they were allowed the purchase of the couch because they thought, what kind of man does this to himself? Probably, probably right. So anyway, I bought the couch, and then I've got the issue of getting it from the store in Enfield to my apartment building, which is only about two miles. By okay. The way. So what I thought I'd do- So,
0: so you, did, they, did they offer you uh, the ability to have it delivered they to did. your house?
1: They did, and they have a third-party company that does that. Yes. But they didn't speak highly of them. Okay. They said, you know, really, you could do it easier and a lot cheaper. And I took their advice by going over to the Home Depot. Yeah. Renting a van- Sure. On an hourly basis, in this case, 75 minutes worth at like nineteen ninety-nine. And then I realized, well, I probably need some sort of dolly to get the couch from the van into my apartment. So okay. I went over to the Taylor rental shop. You Enfield. rented a dolly
0: for $100 an
1: hour. No. I rented a dolly for, again, I think it was something like 19 bucks for the day. I have to return it today at 5 o'clock. I already returned the van to, okay. <laughs> to Home Depot, which is another story. Um, so anyway, I didn't have any other plan. Just me and my own lonesome self driving around with a couch and a dolly in the back of a -a rent-a-van, heading back to my apartment at like 4.30 in the afternoon. Time ticking, by the way, on the 75-minute deal that I struck to get (laughs) get Because then you'd have to pay for the whole full (laughs) day. Exactly right. Gotcha. So anyway, I get to my apartment complex, and I start... The process of moving the couch onto the dolly—in this case, a hand truck—you know, one of those hand trucks yeah, yeah. that I got from Taylor Rental—I put the hand truck underneath the back of the van, and I started slowly tilting and moving the couch out of the van, uh-huh. and gently getting it on top of the dolly, the the hand truck. Okay, which I did, and then I tried to wheel the couch into the outer doors of my apartment building. <laughs> And okay. I, real, I realized very quickly it wasn't going to work. Thank God there was another guy coming out of the apartment building at the same time. His name is Steve, by the way. Okay. And Steve offered to help me. Well, I was
0: nice to Steve. Really was. I would have watched you. See, I would. I would have stood there saying, "I'm going to watch this guy fail." Well, I got I gotta, I'm not going to. I'm not going to get
1: involved. I'm yeah. just going to watch since. And, and, and egg them on. <laughs> well, they, I think the, he and another woman did watch for a few seconds, and then right. they took pity on me. Here I am, an old guy trying to move a couch through the door of an I apartment building. I would have been building. taking pictures and post them on
0: social media <laughs> all day for trying to watch you do a, a solo move
1: of a couch. <laughs> we ditched the hand truck. Steve and I moved the couch in through the outer doors, which took about... 10 minutes to squeeze the couch through that opening. Now, you want a first-floor apartment yes. or second-floor first apartment? First-floor apartment. All right, well, that makes it a little bit easier. Yes. You're not going up like a, like a stairway or anything like that. No, but there were some winding serpentine hallways that we had to negotiate. Right. And it's a pretty long couch, about a seven-footer. So that was a bit of an ordeal. Finally got it into the apartment, set it up, looks great. But then, of course, time is ticking on my rental of the van. And so I'm speeding all over Enfield because I got to also fill it up with gas and return it with a full tank, even though I only traveled like three miles total. They're going to still charge it on a three miles of usage? They would have, I think. Part of the problem is I went into a gas station and I went to go fill up the tank. I couldn't figure out where the gas tank was on this rental van.
3: Ooh, boy.
1: Yeah. Well, like I said, we already covered the fact that I have. No skills at all when it comes to tools or home maintenance or anything like that. Right. So apparently, it, the gas tank on one of these rental vans is hidden in the door frame itself.
0: Oh, really? So yeah. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't have known that either.
1: Right. And I'm, I'm, trying- I'm, I'm
0: laughing at you in a mocking way because the whole story gets you know dumber as you get to as you go along. Oh yeah,
1: and it's raining on top of that. By the by the way, and so. I give up on the gas thing because I see my watch. I said, well, I got to have this thing back over to the Home Depot in Enfield in, like, two minutes. And so I give up on the gas. I go over to the Home Depot. I plead my case with the woman behind the desk, and she doesn't charge me anything extra. So I got to say thanks to the woman at the desk at the Home Depot in Enfield. Thanks to Steve at my apartment building for helping me out. Thanks Uh to the guy at the Taylor Rental for having understanding about my need for a— Hand truck and a dolly, and everything worked out okay. But it could have been a disaster.
0: Now, is this uh, couch comfortable? Yes. It, uh, it it seats what three people?
1: Yeah, I think it could jam four on there for really? family members or people who are close like to each other.
0: Small fe- people yeah, or yeah. You know, very tiny people. Y- yeah,
1: yeah, I think so. Is it
0: just a couch? No sectional. No, uh, nope. no
1: man's chest. Nope. Came with it. Nope. Pretty basic, actually. Wow. Yep, And by the way, this all could have gone awry because I have a history of <laughs> making mistakes when moving things. One time. I had a mattress on top of a car, attempting to move it from one place to another when I lived in upstate New York. Right. And the mattress, i was instead of having it secured to, to the top of the roof of the car, I tried holding it on with my hands. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> How'd the, that work? The mattress fell off onto the roadway. Pour, no kidding. Pouring rain, ruined mattress, had to go back and buy another one. Wow. So. Yeah. Well, you're good at this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah
0: he's at different times of course I but know, uh, right? nevertheless mm-hmm. hey uh believe it or not bacon and brews is uh, up this weekend i'm very excited about bacon and brews yeah we're there sunday right sunday at the log cabin from uh, noon to three it's a big bacon and craft beer themed bash admission includes all kinds of bacon inspired treats prepared by the log cabin chefs then uh, there'll be a cash bar and a selection of craft beers to cleanse and please the palate live music from alex 2 e and uh, the Cloud 9 Band tickets are still on sale, from what I understand, at rock102.com. you got to be over 21, because as you know, it's illegal to eat bacon under that age. Mm-hmm. And uh, you <laughs> have to have a positive ID to attend as well. It's Bacon and Brews. Uh, this Sunday, the Log Cabin in Holyoke, brought to you by the Tommy Carr Auto Group, Dave Miner, Exterior Home Improvements, and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic
1: Rock. Coming up next in the news, big deal going on at Six Flags. You'll want to hear about it straight ahead on Rock 102. Now, here's your Western Mass News First Warning Forecast.
0: Clouds will decrease this morning with lots of sunshine today. It's still going to be breezy and cool, though, with high temperatures in the mid 50s. Winds will gust about 30 miles an hour. For tonight, we'll have in mainly clear sky. The wind will diminish. It'll be frosty and chilly, with temperatures falling to around 30 by morning. For tomorrow, we should see quite a bit of sunshine in the morning. Clouds do increase a bit in the afternoon. High temperatures tomorrow will come up to near 60. We can't out a spot shower late in the Day and as we go into the evening. And then for Friday, that's the pick of the week. Lots of sunshine around, still a bit breezy, but milder, with high temperatures reaching into the mid 60s. With your Western Mass News First Warning Forecast, I'm meteorologist Dan Brown. 7 35. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement this month. Enjoy the April showers discount, 60% off installation. Log on to yankeehome.com to find out more. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs.
1: Here are the stories we're working on in the Rock 102 newsroom today. There's a... Uh, <laughs> it make sound like there's a news staff working around the clock. Try my best. The Springfield police are looking for the public's help to identify a person who stole an Amazon truck. Now, this wasn't me. I rented mine fair and square, like I told you, from Home Depot. Right. This person stole the Amazon truck... And according to Ryan Walsh, the spokesman for the Springfield Police Department, pictured and involved in the theft of that truck, happened around Sunday at 3.20 in the afternoon on Florence Street. The truck was found unoccupied on Girard Avenue. If you have any information, you're asked to contact the detective bureau of the Springfield Police Department. There is a picture of the apparently woman, I think, dressed in a a pink parka and uh, a pink hoodie up and around her head and a black mask.
0: It's, it's hard to tell uh, the gender of this particular person. Yes. All I know is uh, Amazon trucks come with an in car camera. Mm-hmm. So if you uh, think this is the crime of the century, uh, good luck with all
1: that. Yeah, I don't think they're going to have too much trouble identifying this person in this photo. Well, you know, the technology has changed significantly. Do you know, like a.
0: Like uh, like your 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 Face ID on your iPhone now. Mm-hmm. That they have updated it where they can identify your face even if you're wearing a mask. Yeah, which to me is just well crazy. Focused on the eyes. It's I get, focused on the eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So if if the iPhone can identify someone like me uh, with a mask on, imagine what they can do with some jackass in a uh, Amazon vehicle.
1: For sure. Well, speaking of masks, you can now travel without your mask. MBTA dropping the mask mandate after Florida judge reversed the federal rule so masks are no longer required for travel on Amtrak or at Bradley International Airport or at Worcester Regional or at Boston's Logan Airport. You don't need the mask anymore unless unless you really feel unsafe without it. Meantime, a Hartford, Connecticut man who stole the skeletal remains of at least seven adults and two children has been jailed. What the, did he uh, intend to do with uh, these skeletal p- p- remains? Part of the story is very curious, back So apparently this guy, his name is Amador Medina. He raided the mausoleums in Worcester's Hope Cemetery because he wanted to use the body parts in a religious ritual. But he got caught, and he's uh-huh. been sentenced to two and a half years in jail. He agreed to a plea deal in Worcester Superior Court yesterday. Now... When officers investigated the whole deal, they went to his apartment, and he invited them in to show them what he had, what he had done. Okay. His apartment, filled with ritual figurines, candles, and spiritual pots, and the body parts that he had stolen from the mausoleum. And you were worried about getting a couch into your apartment. (laughs) Right. When asked about the items, Mr. Medina told the officer he was a... First level priest known as Tata Nkisi in the Palo Mayombe religion. Well,
0: you know, listen, I don't know enough about uh, what is it, uh, Tata something or (laughs) other. Tata Nkisi. I don't, I don't know enough about that, uh, that particular uh, faith. No, that's
1: that's the priest. That's the name of the priest. The religion involved was the Palo Mayombe.
0: Okay, all right. Uh, then I uh, I retract what I say. I don't know very much about the uh, There you go. But uh, <laughs> I have to believe that, uh, as any organized religion, mm-hmm. the desecration of uh, graves and and uh, dead bodies yep. probably is not a readily acceptable
1: practice. Which is why he's going away for two and a half. Years. I
0: mean, I I know in the Catholic faith, and mm-hmm. we have other things that uh, that uh, seem a little bit questionable. You know, I mean, <laughs> you've heard the stories. No, but, no, uh, please do. tell But when it comes to desecrating a grave, yeah. I mean, that's that's when the Catholic priests draw the line. Okay, yeah, I mean, you know, we may do other things, mm-hmm. but we are not going to go that far. Good to hear. Six Flags New England. You also a, a mausoleum, if I'm not mistaken, though. I mean it, 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 it's not like you got a key and you can open the box up. Sure. You know, I mean it's 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 sealed in concrete. I've never been in a mausoleum before. I I've only have... been to one mausoleum mm-hmm. funeral. Yeah. And really? Yeah. Wow. And you know, it's a you know, it's a, it's a very nice uh, mausoleum mm-hmm. as far as mausoleums go, but okay. you know, it's it's not like it's a like it's a file cabinet. You know, you you can't just open the drawer and yeah, you know, yeah. You know, there's dad. Mm-hmm. You know, you, it, it's it's not that way. These things are sealed, and so I mean, you would have to have broken the seal to grab any of this stuff. Sure, and and Lord
1: knows what happens when you break that seal. It's a little whacked, is you, what I think. Bring down the, the wrath of God. Six Flags New England partnering with the Massachusetts Department of Public Health for three days this weekend to offer free tickets. Yes, free tickets to Six Flags. All you got to do is roll up your sleeves at an on-site COVID-19 vaccination clinic and get boosted or get your first or second dose of the vaccination and no you get kidding. free Six Flags I'll be damned. admission. This starts this Friday, April 22nd, and runs through Sunday, April 24th. The clinic will provide first and second dose vaccinations as well as booster shots. All attendees will get a free Six Flags ticket just for getting inoculated
0: now how crazy is this mm-hmm.
1: these uh these vaccinations
0: have been around since uh, what a year ago yep. february yep somewhere around there got it and you've held on all this time you know you've been sick sitting around and you know trying to skirt getting sick with covid and mm-hmm. you just say i'm not gonna get my vaccination until there's really something in it for me right and yet it's the six flags tickets that would motivate you to get your vaccination.
1: <laughs> you're right. What is that? And probably, if you get vaccinated and then go right into Six Flags, you're probably going to catch something anyway.
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, Six Flags is a load of fun. It's yes. very hard to have a bad time at a, at a Six Flags. You know, if you like the roller coasters and the rides mm-hmm. and uh, you know, the, the the lovely vegetation, the, sure. the, the views, breathtaking, mm-hmm. then, uh, then that's fine.
1: But it's the Six Flags tickets that are going to get you to be vaccinated apparently for some it's going to work that way maybe not for you uh
0: well no i mean i just uh you know if you're giving offering me like a you know dinner tickets you know like i'll get like a free meal mm-hmm. good at any uh you know, good at like a i don't know theodore's or you know the, sure. the student prince okay I, all right okay that that makes sense i'll right. get i'll get boosted for that i got you well but my first round of vaccinations
1: that doesn't make sense to me it's 742 on Rock 102, the back Stephen Dave show. And coming up next, and now hear this. We got James Corden. We got Johnny Depp. And we got a scam out of Florida that you're not going to believe. And it has to do with the Easter weekend that just passed. All that straight ahead, and now hear this on Rock 102. Who would.
0: Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock at 749 at the doors on rock 102
1: Robbie Krieger of the doors is heading out to do some shows um you know he's the guitarist and uh, is he like the only guy uh, did we talk about this yesterday we uh, I think we did I think, yeah.
0: I think John Densmore okay. is, is still around okay but uh, let me look that up just to be uh to be sure yeah yeah he's still he's still alive yeah but, but
1: he's uh 77 years old so Krieger's got a string of dates from spring into the fall commemorating the 55th anniversary of the band's second album Strange Days. No, oh, there you go. Go look it up. Hard to believe that you can think of uh <laughs> you
0: know classic records in and, and 50-year increments. Mm-hmm. That's uh yeah.
1: that's weird to me. Well, yeah, like it's it's hard enough to think about the fact that the 90s wasn't just oh, that was like uh, 10 years ago. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it was 30 <laughs> 30- 30 years ago. And yeah. It's a long, long time ago. Oh my God. 7.50 on Back Steve and Dave.
2: Now hear this. Now hear this.
0: Do you truly hear what I'm saying? Sound off like you got a pair. Want to hear
1: the most annoying sound in the world?
2: Now hear this on Rock 102 with Back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clip number one,
1: a scam out of Florida. I know, shocker. This scam promising to deliver Easter eggs with candy toys and a note from the Easter Bunny, but instead it left families with no eggs. Because it wasn't the real Easter Bunny? No candy, no toys, no real Easter Bunny, and also out hundreds of dollars. Here are a couple of parents, Kristen Kladiva and Gigi Capria, talking about the scam business called... Egg My Yard.
3: First, I just thought it was a mistake. So I ran downstairs at like five this morning and looked out our front yard and there were no eggs. So I was devastated and I had no plan B. texts and I called, you know, and my last message was, hey, you know, you're supposed to be there. And then we found out she had six Facebook pages. And they noticed her Venmo account was gone all of a sudden. <laughs> How hurtful, you know, of a person you must be to do this to a bunch of kids. Egg My Yard,
1: taking advantage of... Hard-working <laughs> women like that. That's good.
0: That's You know what? I know it's a scam, but doesn't that sound like fun? grabbing like a, like a whole dozen full of grade A's and whipping them at someone's yard? Yeah. No, but
1: that's not the egg my yard. They, were, they weren't were supposed to be do doing that. That's they're what I would just, do. Just, well, maybe you could start your own legitimate business.
0: Well, maybe I there should. There probably
1: would be people like that. Just like on Valentine's Day when there's a market for sending dead flowers to your ex yeah right Maybe? Well, it's you know like it's isn't isn't it, it kind of like me i'm like an idea guy over here <laughs> you can't I'm get with one great idea after another like i can't stop them <laughs>
0: yeah. they're so coming so fast hold it hold
1: it chuck tuna fish with the mayonnaise in the can with the tuna call star somebody call star yeah
0: man good night uh, night uh, oh god what is it uh <laughs> Night Shift. Night Shift, yes, with uh, with uh, Michael Keaton
1: and uh, Henry Winkler. Yes, great, great movie. Great underrated film, right? Clip number two from the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial going on. Yes. In yesterday's testimony, a lot of time spent talking about Depp's use of alcohol and drugs. Depp himself on the stand yesterday.
3: I am
2: not some maniac. Who needs to be high or loaded all the time?
1: There is the great Johnny Depp.
2: I'm just high or
1: loaded during
0: court testimony. (laughs) Yeah, he did. Well, it wasn't. That's why I'm talking (laughs) like this. Yeah,
1: it wasn't even 4:20 yesterday, right? No, Mm -hmm. no. He
0: was. I don't even think he was testifying at 4:20 in the afternoon.
1: Yeah, he probably was. Probably remembering some old script he had read from.
2: I am not some maniac. Who needs to be high or loaded all the time?
1: Didn't he play Hunter S. Thompson? He did. So maybe he was just recalling <laughs> those magical days. right? I
2: am not an animal. <laughs> I am a human
0: being.
1: Who's going to win that case? Johnny Depp or Amber Heard or nobody?
0: I don't. I you know I think nobody walks away from there a winner. I really. I mean that's 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 just the nature of their relationship. Mm-hmm. It's dysfunctional
1: all the way around. James Corden on his late night show last night is clip number three.
2: Uh, Here's some news. According to a new survey, Scottish people have been voted the world's best lovers. It's true. When asked to rate holiday flings in other countries, people rated Scots the highest. Italians came second, followed by the French. The English were voted fourth. And I think, yeah, I think I speak on behalf of every English person when I say, we'll take that.
1: <laughs> hey, I agree. I'm an English guy with an English background. And if you give me fourth, I'll take it because it ain't one of my strengths, I don't well, think. Well, I don't mean to brag,
0: yeah. but if I uh, look through my Ancestry.com DNA yeah. <laughs> uh, breakdown. What do you got? Uh, my number one mm-hmm. ethnicity. Yeah. Is Scottish?
1: Rip? No, it is not. You're you're something else. I, no,
0: I'm t- I'm telling really? you. Really? I thought you were you. like a swarthy Greek or something no, like that. No, 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 there's <laughs> no Greek here. Are you kidding me?
1: No, Look at that. Forty-six percent Scottish. Wow, look now, at that. Is that something you can get like automatically, or did you have to sign up for that program and there has to be sort of like a whole study that oh, goes yeah, on?
0: Oh yeah, no, I, I paid uh, an arm and a leg, and I swabbed myself to get it all done. Mm. Yes, yeah, Scotland forty-six percent Scottish, twenty-two percent Portuguese. Ten percent English Hmm. and uh, and six percent Irish. I had no idea. Wow, I had no clue at all.
1: Yeah, how about that? So wait, so I can do that thing, but how much does it cost? And and what do you have to do again? Way too much. Cost
0: entirely too much. But you got to swab yourself. Yeah, and then you got to send your uh, the swab in the mail, like a saliva kind of swab, or do you have to like uh, draw blood? No, 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 no. (laughs) No, the bloodletting comes when you sign the check. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then and then that's it. And like uh, six to eight weeks later, you get the results.
1: Sweet. Okay. Boom, and, there you go. And do you get a whole family tree with that as well? And you can no, check. No, but or?
0: you could. It, it it does give you some names of people that your DNA matches with, which is pretty weird. All right, I I might have to do that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Sounds I mean, good. I, during the beginning of the pandemic, I was like you know bored, sitting around the house with mm-hmm. nothing to do. Mm-hmm. So I figured, well, I got this. Uh, I'll do some ancestry. I'll look at my family. Sure. That was a uh, that lasted for a while, and then uh, I did the DNA thing. Turns out, uh, 46% Scottish, oh. and only 22% uh, Portuguese. I would have thought it was a full 25%, uh, but not uh, not the case. Who knew?
1: And that means you're a good lover. Congratulations! It, it, Bex. You're damn right about that. <laughs> Once you've had up, backs, you never go back. <laughs> Coming up next, the 102-second Sports. All the details on the new match. That's that. Golf tournament, a one-day thing with all the celebrities, you know, the uh, PGA stars and the current sports stars. It's taking on a new form this year. We'll give you the details coming up next on Rock 102. The following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. It is 8 a.m. on Rock 102. The weather for today, breezy, highs near 60, and then 60s for the rest of the week with lots of sun all week long. The weather brought to you by Aquapump. An expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Here's your 102 second sports on Rock 102. Baseball, Red Sox over the Blue Jays, 2-1. Sox hosting Toronto again tonight at Fenway. In hockey excuse me, in hockey, the Bruins beat the Blues 3-2 in overtime. And in the AHL, the Springfield Thunderbirds losing to Rochester 3-2 in a shootout. The Thunderbirds coming down the stretch of their regular season Friday in Bridgeport against the Islanders. Then they conclude their home slate of the regular season with a 6.05 start Saturday night against Wilkes-Barre and a 2.05 afternoon start Sunday against the Providence Bruins at Mass Mutual. In golf, this year's version of Capital One's The Match, which used to feature PGA stars and current sports stars, well now... No more PGA stars, at least not this year. It's a foursome of quarterbacks. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen in a 12-hole exhibition. The old guys, Brady and Rodgers, against the Young Bucks, Mahomes and Allen. The 12-hole exhibition will take place on June 1st at Wynn Las Vegas, the only golf course on the Vegas Strip. They're handicaps, in case you're interested. Rodgers, the Green Bay QB, is a 4.6. Tommy, currently with Tampa Bay, is an 8.1. Josh Allen of the Bills is a 9.0. And Patrick Mahomes of the Chiefs has a handicap of 7.7. Are you going to watch? I'm not. Probably not. And basketball, game two of the Celtics' nets tonight at 7 o'clock on Laser 98.5. Celts are up 1-0 in that series. Elsewhere in playoff action last night, New Orleans and Memphis got wins. So the Pelican Suns series is even at one apiece, and the Grizzlies-T-Wolves series also even at one apiece, while the Miami Heat beat the Atlanta Hawks 115-105 to go up 2-0 in that series. And finally, former L.A. Lakers executive Jerry West demanding a retraction and an apology for what he called a baseless and malicious assault on his character in the HBO series Winning Time. West lawyers allege he was falsely portrayed as an out-of-control, oversexed, and intoxicated rageaholic. I it... am not
2: some maniac.
1: Right. Doesn't make him a bad guy. No, and exactly, and if you've seen some of this, and I have, there's some pretty good sex in there with Jerry West, with Magic Johnson. The two of them together? No, 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 just average, regular sex. You think you know a guy. Right, exactly. That's it for your... 102 second sports coming up next in his view from the couch Bax covers the new deal that john daly and his son have signed it's straight ahead rock 102 springfield's classic rock it's eight eleven and the scorpions on rock 102 it's back steve and dave minus the steve parties on vacation we're going to have highs near 60 today lots of sunshine a little breezy perhaps phone numbers available to you 293-1021 you'll need to use all seven of those numbers to call us hey rock 102 hello
3: Hi, good morning. Uh, My name is Sharon. I was just calling to share a personal story with Bax and the crew. Um, I grew up listening to Rock 102. My dad had it on the radio all the time. And I live in Vermont now. I'm on my way up there now. And I was saddened to hear about O'Brien leaving the show, but I just wanted to say you're all doing a really great job still making me laugh. And I love... uh, listening to your show whenever I'm in town. Oh, awesome. Well, thank
0: you, Sharon. I appreciate that. We both appreciate that. Actually, if Steve were here, with all three of us would
1: appreciate that.
3: <laughs> oh, hi. Oh, hi. Are you, are you on speaker?
1: Yeah, yes, yes you are. Yes, we're, it's it's Bax and, and Dave, and Steve is on vacation this week. But, hey, thanks for listening.
3: Yeah, I appreciate it. You guys are so funny, and thanks for making my day, my morning.
1: And I, uh, I grew up, this is the Dave part, I grew up partially in Wilmington and Bennington, Vermont.
3: Oh, nice. I uh, yeah, I grew up in Connecticut, but I live in Vermont now. And um, I think I get you up until like mile forty-five or fifty on ninety-one, so I kind of max it out for as long as I can. <laughs> wow, How, where,
0: where up in Vermont are you?
3: I'm in the Stowe area, right outside of Stowe.
1: Oh, very nice. And, and very you, cool. you have your RV somewhere in southern Reedsboro. Vermo- yeah, yeah. And uh, what part of Connecticut?
3: Uh, right outside of uh, like uh, Farmington, Bristol area. Gotcha.
1: Very cool. so All right.
3: 30 minutes west of Hartford. But, yeah, I grew up listening to Rock 102 and, uh, you know, love classic rock and, you know, you play great music. And, yeah, it's just, uh, I always love turning it on whenever I'm driving, you know, visiting family. So.
0: Well, thanks, Sharon. We appreciate
3: it. Well, have a great day.
0: Thank you, you so much. All right, You too. Bye-bye.
1: It's amazing the reach of Rock 102, by the way. Oh, yes. It is it is stunning. It is. Yeah, it's too bad we don't take better advantage of that. <laughs> it's, it's
0: right. <laughs> So uh, you know it's spring, right? That's the uh, the season. It is. It's uh, spring. Spring training. Yeah. Uh, spring cleaning. Yeah, so all hope, those things. Hope
1: springs eternal. Love yeah. is love is in the air. Yep. All that kind yep. of stuff. Yep.
0: Yeah. All that uh, sure. all that happy horse crap that sure. you hear about from time to time. Yep. Uh, one of the things that uh, that I I I love uh, doing for, on occasion is purging. Oh. Uh, yeah. to, not not like, you know, like you know, <laughs> binging and right. purging, yeah. but like, you know, sometimes you just have to say
1: uh, to your things, I'm done with you and it's time for you to go away. Yes. Not some internal organ thing, but you're just talking about possessions. Yes. Yeah. I got gotcha. you.
0: To me, there is no greater feeling than taking things that were once important to you mm-hmm. and saying, uh, get out. Hey, uh, let, Get out of my life
1: forever. It is. I, I knew a DA back in New York State in the Utica area. Great guy. Scott McNamara is his name. And he he and his wife, every Tuesday, I think it was, and still do, and have done for years, throw something out. Every single Tuesday, they no. throw something out.
0: That's a good idea.
1: Or or, or do, donate it.
0: Because you know what it is? You just accumulate stuff yep. over time. Mm-hmm. And it's just stuff. Yep, It doesn't really mean anything. And we all have, like, you know, certain emotional attachments to things. Right. And we just say, eh, I'm going to hold on to this forever. And then you realize, what am I doing holding on to this for even a day? Yep. So uh, for the third time in the last two, I don't know, say 15 years, uh, I'm getting a dumpster. And it's being delivered today. Yeah. Today. And uh buddy of mine has uh, dumpsters. Yep. and And uh, he's getting it delivered sometime uh, this afternoon and i and uh, my wife and i are looking very f- much forward to uh, to taking the time yep. sift through our 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 stuff and just letting it go yeah you know it's like it's like you just yeah, you have all these things, and it's just like you're puking it all out. It's like, oh, just get rid of it. Because what am I, what am I really hanging on to stuff for?
1: Right. Well, there's some stuff that's like been hanging in your closet if you're like me for years that you've never worn, or maybe things that you're holding in a shoebox in the basement that you're never going to use. So I,
0: I have stuff that was sitting in my. Uh, di- a sad divorced guy apartment <laughs> that is still in boxes never been opened I, I don't mean, even know what's in
1: these things. I'm in one of those right now by the way uh, that sad divorced guy apartment okay so you know what I'm talking yeah, about yeah I
0: got you. You, you know like right now you're just mm-hmm. kind of holding on to the the tender shre- shreds of your <laughs> of your memory bank trying to remember a happier time in mm-hmm. your life and but the reality is, uh, at some point, things are going to turn around for you, and you're not going to need any of those things. <laughs> That's
1: right. So do you have specific items that you've already earmarked? Do, do you know, like, oh, oh, I'm definitely getting rid of that thing first?
0: Or- I have a couple of things that I think need to go. Mm-hmm. Nothing real specific, but I know where they are. Okay. But they need to go. They, okay. need, to, they need to just get out of the house. There are certain things, though, that I'm not gonna throw away. Mm-hmm. They're just—I mean, I can't. I mean, I'm—I'm I'm not gonna get rid of my uh, my uh, my
1: record and CD collection. Right. That's just—that's—that's that's too much. It's I awfully just, heavy, though. I bet because you're such a musicologist, you probably have like tons of that stuff. I
0: got, to, you know, that the the problem is, uh, you know, if if you didn't know better, you'd say, well, you're some some sort of music hoarder, right? But I'm really not. It just, you know, what happens is. Is that everybody that moves, mm-hmm. that doesn't want to get rid of their records, uh, you know, or just throw them away, yep. figures, well, Bax has stuff. Maybe he'll just take it. And so I've accumulated the collections of other people over time. And so now it's like, okay, well, do I do I keep that all or do I get rid of it? Right now is not the time to get rid of it. So I'm, I'm keeping that. Okay, I'm keeping my drums. Okay. All that stuff. Yep. And, and there are some things that... Uh, you know, I may not use, I may just toss away, but there's there's some stuff that's just, it's just got to go. And I have to tell you, every time I've done this, it just feels so liberating. Oh, yeah. You ever, ever watch uh, an episode of Hoarders? Yes. And you see these people, because these are people that really needed to get a dumpster. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, there's a psychological yep. Stumbling block, which prevents them from doing it. Yeah, they have a
1: medical condition.
0: It's yeah, it's a it's a it's a chemical imbalance or psychological issues or, you know, sometimes it's trauma in their lives. And for whatever reason, it's the only thing that they can still hold on to Mm -hmm. and they can never let go. That's the last thing you want to do to yourself is live in a hoarding situation because, one, it's unsightly, it's dangerous, and it's unhealthy. Well, it's also bad to live in the past.
1: You really should live in the moment as much as you can. And by the way, one of the other heavy things you said, your record collection and your CD collection, for me, it's books. And I love books. I was an English major. But you know what? Do you really need to have this huge bookcase on display of books that you're never going to read again? Yeah, yeah just to show off, hey look how smart I am. I've read a lot of books.
0: I don't see ever somebody opening up the backs from Rock 102 Memorial Library mm. I just I don't see it yeah. first of all, I don't have enough books to do that with. I mean I got more than my share of mm-hmm. books and and some of them quite frankly could you know disappear and no one would know right but yeah but moving a bunch of books from one
1: place to another, Is a huge pain in the ass. Sure. Very heavy. Now, all the stuff you're going to get rid of, you're going to purge. Are you going to get rid of it? Are you going to throw it away once it's in this dumpster? Or maybe what I'm thinking here is you could make some money off of this. I bet there are people out there who have listened to you, rock and roll, broadcaster in the Hall of Fame in the state of Massachusetts, who would pay good money to have some of your cast-offs. I'm just saying oh you God. could make money off of this crap you know what
0: does that say about any of you who want my memories
1: what do you care what it says about them if you're going to make money off it then you could donate the money well, to a charity <laughs>
0: Well, i believe the do the uh the intended charity would be my back pocket <laughs> right but um yeah i mean i suppose i could do that but you know, part of it is I yeah I, I don't want to sell stuff on like Facebook market Facebook Marketplace right. or, or eBay yeah. or Craigslist or any of that stuff because I really don't want people to come to my house I and mean, I'm not really sure I want to meet them out in public unless <laughs> I'm being you know compensated for appearances.
1: Yeah, I guess that could be problematic. I mean, it's not like I'm going to go to yep.
0: like be you a know, bacon and Brews this mm-hmm. Sunday at the log cabin with a whole trunk load of <laughs> of uh, old radio stuff that I'm just looking to get rid of. Right. Although I got to tell you, it wouldn't be such a bad <laughs> idea.
1: To do it that way, hey, we'd get extra tickets. We'd sell the thing out. I don't think it's sold out yet. Maybe you ought to do that. The only negative part
0: mm-hmm. about getting a dumpster, and I totally recommend it for everybody. The only negative part about it is everybody in your neighborhood asks you, yep. "Hey, do you mind if I just toss something into your right. into your dumpster?" Right. You know, not realizing that you know sometimes you pay mm-hmm. you know per ton you know when they take it sure. away. Sure. I and mean, that's how they ultimately how they they charge you. And you know that happened. the first time I got a dumpster, and a couple people was like, "Hey, do you mind if we bring a couple things over?" Right, and they want to bring like two or three carloads of stuff, like a whole box load of stuff. Yeah, I get it. And I'm like, "Hey, wait a minute, uh, you're not paying me to uh, for the cost of all this heavy weighted stuff. Like, do you mind if I throw like a like a uh, like a love seat in your dumpster? I got a big problem with that."
1: Yeah, I get you. And by the way, if if you don't end up getting rid of a lot of stuff then it's not worth the money to begin with. And ironically, you're going to spend more money yeah. the more stuff you get rid of, but it's worth it. Otherwise, if you're not spending much money at the end of the whole process, then you haven't gotten enough bang for your buck. Exactly. And a few years from now, mm-hmm. I will do it
0: all over again because mm-hmm. I will have accumulated <laughs> over the course of three or four or five years yep. more stuff. Oh, it's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle, but yep. you know what? It's 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 the way to live. You know, we, we you can't take it with you. It's just it's they're just things. Yeah, there's no they're they're not people. Right. They they don't have emotions. They're mm-hmm. not really tied to you. It's just mm-hmm. like your sentimentality right. prevents you from getting rid of this stuff. And and really, what's what's the point of that? Stop buying things back. Stop. Buying well, things. I I don't buy a whole hell of a lot, but when mm-hmm. I do, at some point. It's no go- no longer going to be mine. It, it it automatically becomes worthless. Just it, just like everything else <laughs> in my life. <laughs> worthless. Yep. It's uh, 822 with back Stephen and Dave on and Rock 102.
1: Pink Rock th- 102. Oops, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. That's right. No, I was just going to say, is there a song for the uh, Boston Marathon, right? Pink Floyd? Yes.
0: Run Like Hell on Rock 102. Uh, Hey, uh, tomorrow is a Thunderbird Thursday. I Mm -hmm. believe
1: uh, Tommy Cross will be joining us again. Oh, yeah. All right. Very good. Yes. And and they're coming down the stretch of the regular season. You know, like three games in three days coming up this weekend. And then into the playoffs and hopefully a good run for the Calder Cup. It's uh, been a long time since we've
0: talked about postseason Springfield hockey, mm-hmm. and good-sized crowds yeah. in a long time, all in one season. That's, well, that hasn't happened in a very long period of time.
1: I've been to a number of games at the Mass Mutual Center this year to the regular season, and it's been pretty well attended almost every 8.35 with Max,
0: Steve, and Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your
1: car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. And the big news today, it's 4.20. And uh, that means, of course, lots of great deals. Legal pot sales can hit an all-time high.
2: I had a pot gummy bear the other day. There's a difference between smoking it and eating it. When you eat it, it lets you talk to dolphins.
3: I can see the air.
1: Oh, yeah. 420 today, the day that you celebrate marijuana use, because 420 is the time when you stoke up. And a bunch of area businesses are celebrating. A Springfield restaurant, Wings Over Springfield, celebrating with special menu items today. They've tested them out, and they're ready to go with their garlic parm tots infused with CBD oil and also some of their tenders, bone-in wings, and tender sandwiches as well they're all cbd yes
0: infused yes mm, okay
1: yeah that's not like the full monty i know that you're looking for you want some the tea? Look. yeah
0: right because mm-hmm. uh, you know that'll that'll help you say if you got like uh, your inflammation in the joints right
1: everybody's in <laughs> joints <laughs> so amber shepherd the manager of wings over springfield uh, hoping for a big business today on april 20th otherwise known as 420 day for weed enthusiasts There are other businesses locally doing things like Worcester's Major Bloom Cannabis Dispensary. They've partnered with the Holyoke-based company Infused Element that produces cannabis products. And at Worcester's Major Bloom, they're celebrating 420 today with THC cereal bars. Not just CBD, but THC cereal bars. Now, according to Major Bloom's head honcho, Ulysses Youngblood, there will be three flavors of the cereal bars, rice crisps, fruity crisps, and cocoa crisps.
0: All right, can we just uh, focus here for a second? Uh, the guy's name is Ulysses Youngblood. Right. That sounds like a badass name. That's like a movie name. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, like something from Shaft.
0: I do you know if it's from Shaft? It could be like any any action-adventure uh, you know, film
1: like Ulysses Youngblood is back, mm-hmm. and he's pissed. <laughs> well, and there used to be the great uh, L.A. Rams players, Jack and Jim Youngblood, I think. And I they remember those were, guys. They he's, were badass, too, defensive they, linemen. They were. So, yeah, I would go just to purchase the items from the head honcho of Major Bloom Ulysses Youngblood. The cereal bars are gluten-free and contain coconut, as well as the THC. And just a warning for those expecting to... Get a little bit of a buzz. It takes roughly 60 to 90 minutes for the full effects of the THC to kick in. That's why you don't want to be impatient. That's the
0: problem with the edibles. People get impatient. Mm-hmm. They'll have a, they'll have it, and then uh, they'll have like a little square and say, right. well, you know, I'm not feeling nothing. Right. So they'll have another one yep. thinking, well, maybe this will speed things up. Mm-hmm. And then say, I, 60 minutes later, I don't feel anything. And all of a sudden, they have a third one, and yeah. ba-boom. Yep. And then the other ones catch up. Yeah, then they feel like they're having a heart attack
1: and they get wickedly uh, paranoid. (laughs) And you're screwed. Yeah, you should talk to our expert when it comes to that, Steve Nagel. He'll return on Monday. There are other great food deals on 420, like Jimmy John's. They're running a promo called How High Are You? The discount you get depends on the elevation of the town that you're in. So if you go to gethighwithjimmyjohns.com, it'll tell you. Whether you're, quote, not so high, or you're kind of high, or you're the highest. It's all based on the elevation of the town where you live. And you could get up to 20% off food deals at Jimmy John's. There is one in Worcester, by the way. Yeah, there's four,
0: apparently there's four locations in Massachusetts, Mm -hmm. but none in the Valley. Right. Which is probably for the best, because (laughs) with the lower elevation, you're not going to get what
1: you want out of it. That's true. Uh, But maybe if they're one of the Berkshires, though, then you're talking. But there's not. (laughs) What are you going to do? Maybe they can build one there for next year. By the way, Jimmy John's handing out free sandwiches in Leadville, Colorado, because it's the highest city in America at 10,151 feet. We will perhaps put a link to all of the 420 food deals up on the Rock 102 Facebook page. Meantime, a driver in Greenfield may as well have been high, but she was drunk and under the influence of alcohol after she crashed through a road closure and landed her car on the exposed beams of a bridge under construction. This happened yesterday morning at 7.30. Police responding to the crash at the General Pierce Bridge, finding the car balanced precariously on a grid of exposed I-beams. Now, the photos are great on the website masslive.com.
0: Yeah, what's amazing, two things. One, she's still loaded at 7.30 in the morning. Right. Now, I don't know if she uh, got an early start or this is from the night before. I'm going to guess it's probably from the night before. She hadn't turned in uh, at that point. Maybe a little both. The second part is there's th- the, the two pictures I've seen, there's one from the front of the car yep. and there's one from the rear of the car. If you look from the front of the car, she got pretty far. On this bridge. Pretty far. Almost to the end. Well, that's right. Because if you look at the other aspect from the the rear of the car, you realize she probably had another
1: 20 feet to go. Yep. And she would have been over this bridge. Yeah. As it was... the car uh, car arriving at a section of the bridge without decking. And so it slid onto the exposed beams and was brought to a halt with its undercarriage sitting on the metal beams and all of its tires dangling in midair. Right. So I don't care how impaired you may be. When you you, uh, drive to a
0: bridge and there's a sign in front of it that says bridge closed, Mm -hmm. the reason they do
1: that (laughs) is because the bridge... Is closed. It won't get you across the body of water.
0: No. Now, it's. I mean, she's lucky she didn't fall off this bridge. Yeah. Because, honestly, uh, under construction, that thing is very, very dangerous.
1: Well, the Greenfield police, following up on all the details, releasing the report, Including the fact that she began traveling across the bridge from Montague toward Greenfield when the incident happened. It doesn't say exactly how many barriers she crashed through before she finally came to a stop.
0: Does the story mention her blood alcohol content?
1: Does not. Because that would be a relevant factor. Yeah, hopefully that is forthcoming. Meantime, the Department of Public Works in Springfield intends to begin narrowing State Street near the Central Library as part of a simulation of pedestrian crossing. They did some studies... And they found out that they need to change things in that area because they've had some serious injuries and fatalities. The city announcing in December that it intended to install the crossing following a number of pedestrians being struck and killed by cars there. Most recently, a library employee was killed back in November as she crossed State Street to get to a parking lot. So you'll see those changes coming into effect soon. Meantime, hey, the Valley Blue Sox are looking to launch again, and they need host families for the upcoming baseball season. If you're interested, 413-533-1100, the number for the Valley Blue Sox.
0: Does it have baseball players living in your
1: home? Yes. You know, college kids mostly. Is there a uh, stipend for me as a host? I believe there are some considerations along those lines. Because
0: I have met uh, my share of baseball players in my life. Yeah. I'm not sure I want them in my house.
1: Really? What do you think of the worst? Or do you think the I think hockey players might be the best because most of them grow up in Canada where they're well raised, eh? Well, there there's there's
0: something more polite mm-hmm. about a hockey player right. when they're off the ice, right? Oh, yeah, remember like uh, like a like famous goon Marty McSorley. Sure, all right. Well, he was the the coach of the Springfield Falcons for a little while. Gotcha. Could not have been a nicer guy. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to have Marty McSorley over the house. Mm-hmm. All the time, right? you know, you, you, having conversations, cracking cold ones, you okay. know, you know shoving people into the glass. Sure. That would have been horrific. Yeah,
1: che- checking Base- people into your kitchen cabinets.
0: But I've, uh, you know, I've met my share of uh, professional baseball players to know that hey, you know, sometimes when things get out of hand they get out of hand.
1: Well, maybe they only get out of hand because they become professional baseball players, like you said, and they're highly paid, and then they become dirtbags after that. Maybe the college players haven't gotten to that level yet.
0: No, but they will. No. I I just want a stipend in case there's any damage. I want to be compensated.
1: I'm going to support the Blue Sox, as I did all last year. If you want to become a host family for a player, again, 413-533-1100. You can talk to the Blue Sox about all that stuff that you're scared about. Hey, many of us have done things we... I'm also scared of clowns. Well, yeah, you're not going to host... There's no there's no, clown, there's no clown hosting family program that we no, know I'm
0: of. Just che- I'm just checking. Just checking.
1: Hey, a lot of things went wrong during the pandemic, including a lot of people leaving their jobs on purpose. A recent survey found a lot of regret among the 47 million people who quit their jobs during last year's so-called Great Resignation. About one in five saying they regretted it heavily, according to a recent Harris poll. Many people saying they wanted more pay and responsibility, and then when they quit, they realized that they weren't going to get that stuff anyway. You got to work for a living, folks. It's not going to just come to you. I'm also reading uh, a bunch of articles
0: lately. Uh, you know, when the when the pandemic first started, people working from their homes mm-hmm. and you know, like on Zoom or mm-hmm. you know Microsoft Teams or sure. whatever it was. Your people are being pretty productive, but now that it's gone on for a while, right? People are becoming less productive mm-hmm. because they're getting used to this, right? So they are no more productive than when they were
1: sitting in their cubicle, uh, you know, wishing they were working from home. Well, and you think you want to work from home until you spend twenty-four hours a day there. Yeah. Then you want to go back to the office because you need a break. I mean, I watch my wife teach from
0: home for a long time during mm-hmm. this this, this uh, pandemic mm-hmm. i couldn't have done it i could i mean you know i you, you know my my uh focus in a zoom call is about an hour long yeah after that it's all done yeah. once we get past an hour and you can look on the clock as, as it ticks away right that's when i start to lose uh motivation yeah so if i were having to do you know this job
1: from home on a zoom call forget it gotcha you'd i couldn't do it it's eight i'm back Stephen dave on rock 102 and uh, coming up we still have to talk about this guy who imagines himself a character in a harry potter movie rock 102
0: springfield's classic rock it's 852 and van halen on rock 102
1: and some breezy conditions today and Kind of for the rest of the week. Highs near 60 today. we got 60s pretty much for the rest of the week with lots of sunshine. So enjoy it. Spring is here. Hey, this is pretty cool. There's a 29-year-old guy named Skyler Thomas. And he got banned from a hotel near the Minneapolis airport. Okay. But he showed back up last Friday and tried to run off with a bunch of room keys from the hotel that he was banned from. <laughs> okay. And when an employee told him to leave... Skyler Thomas started threatening them with a magic wand. Now, uh, most
0: magic wands, if I'm understanding it correctly, are fake, right? There's almost
1: like no magic in them. Good point, Bax, But not this one. This was a wizard wand, according to 29-year-old Skyler Thomas. Right. And actually, apparently, apparently, had a metal tip on the end, kind of resembling a knife. So the employee thought it was a knife. And pulled out something that could actually hurt him. He pulled out a gun on Skyler Thomas, and yeah, I, I believe in the in the uh, in the you know, weaponry world,
0: mm-hmm. guns usually cause more damage than a magic wand.
1: Yeah, mostly. Uh, he pointed him. He pointed the magic wand at the employees one more time before he decided, you know what, I'm probably going to lose this equation and left. The employees responded by. Kicking him a couple of times as he ran off. <laughs> and the wand didn't respond to the kicking. <laughs> Police eventually caught up with him. He's facing charges of trespassing and fifth-degree assault and impersonating characters from Harry Potter.
0: There you go. Which I didn't even realize was a crime. No. Probably should be. Yeah. <laughs> it's 855 with back Stephen and Dave and Rock 102.